Hello everyone, welcome back to another edition of Yoder's Farm, the podcast thing that we do. Conversations El, with Yoder's oh, Farm. Oh yeah, Eldon says that I should start it, and so I did, and then he... Here we are. ...got us back on the rails. No, it's fine. Totally fine. Alright, so what are we going to talk about in this podcast, well, Eldon, besides your latest cooking recipes that you'd like to right, give us? right. Well, it's April 1st, so I thought at first we should have some April Fool's jokes. Do you have anything good? Uh, no, I hadn't even prepared for this segment. Yeah, I didn't either. Probably people can just listen and we'll do a normal podcast and they'll assume it's an April Fool's yeah, joke. Yeah, I no, think. have to be a little careful today. Well, probably we should complain about the weather because that's what farmers do. Well, so we could also be thankful for the weather. We could say the, the weather, weather is... Um, Throwing us a curveball, sort of a bit of an April Fool's joke, since it feels more like early March out there today instead of We wish April. it was an April Fool's joke. Okay, yeah. But it's not. It's windy and it's cold. Yeah. Or chilly right now. But yeah, it's quite chilly. Yeah. So what's been up the last month or so that we haven't recorded? Yeah, well, probably the most uh, excitement has happened around the strawberry crops. So should we leave that till last? Nah, I just figured we talked about the strawberry crop mainly. <laughs> All right, rip the Band-Aid off. The, um, I mean, everything else is kind of where it's often is this, this time, time of, of the year. year. <laughs> <laughs> like, we've talked a lot about tomatoes in the last while, and they're doing well. We're picking, we have good quantities now uh, in our farm store, and we're actually wholesaling a few, so I don't know if we should say that on the podcast or not, because... Well, we, we have some, our extras. We have some connections that we do some wholesaling with. We, right, we're not open for new wholesale accounts. Yeah, that's what I was mainly meaning. Yeah, so yeah. But when we wholesale, that means we have enough production to satisfy demand here at our farm, and then yeah, move move a few extras. So the one house is producing very well, and the other house will come online here soon. No, it'll probably actually be Did we month. just switch from talking about strawberries to talking about other stuff? I was after. just going to give a quick little report okay. on the tomatoes. Fair enough. So other than that, it's um, you know it's definitely heading towards springtime. So we said we 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 recorded. <laughs> I don't know. I can't say that word. Yeah. About a month and a half ago. I'm not even sure when the last one was. Yeah. So but if you keep talking, we've had I'll some look. pretty serious cold events. That I figured we should talk about. Um, there was one about two weeks ago in the middle of March. And we weren't really at, we were just easing into bloom a little bit. Uh, we had a few early blooms. And it got quite cold. I can't even remember exactly how cold it got. Um, at that point, I was I would have been happy to protect some, or to save some blooms. I was more concerned about the buds, which were starting to emerge from the crowns, and um, we we suffered some damage um, to the to the buds, what well, to the blooms too. Um, we lost most any blooms just because with a single layer of row cover, it, it wasn't enough. You get there are different estimates on how, and uh, we don't need to bore everyone with the details sure. on how yeah. much protection you get from one layer of row cover fabric. 
and versus two layers of row cover fabric and then there's there different are, weights. Are different weights yeah. and that's like the weight of a square yard of the material so a pound and a i mean um one and a quarter ounce is a very common strawberry cover weight uh, we have some that are that, and we have a few that are, we have some that are lighter, like more like an ounce or just under. And so, anyway, that'll, knowing that may may help you as we get farther along into this tale sure. of woe. Yeah. Uh, so, that initial cold shot, uh, it seemed like in part of the field, especially where things were a little more advanced, we had, for whatever reason, we had a bunch of those one-ounce covers over some of the, our earlier varieties, and it wasn't enough protection. You know, typically, I would think a bud down in the crown should be hardy down into the mid-ish to maybe even lower 20s. It depends how far sticking out of the crown it is. But we lost uh, some of those buds which was unfortunate, uh, especially in the earlier varieties, like the Albions and the Ruby Junes. In other parts of our field, uh, it seemed like where we have more of the Chandlers planted, some of our covers were heavier there, were an ounce and a quarter, some of them were an ounce. Uh, those seemed to come through much better for whatever reason. Now I'm talking about the event that was two weeks ago the yeah not the most recent the mid-march event father <clears throat> farther south that was a bigger deal for people because they were farther along mm -hmm. and i know that there were some people that sustained pretty heavy losses yeah then uh, i don't i haven't heard nearly everything but just a few anecdotal things few folks we follow along on their yeah. facebooks and yeah in fact, uh, today I found out there was a big uh, strawberry field day where they were going to uh, showcase some v new varieties and some research stuff, which is down in Fayess in North Carolina, okay. which is down near the coast of North Carolina, right. so fairly far east. Um, but they actually had to change their date by a couple of weeks huh. because they, stuff got toasted. I think so. Hmm. So fascinating anyway and then uh yeah so it's well part of the problem with this year what set things up is you know we had a very mild i would say late fall early winter period so the plants went to sleep and i'm using air quotes here because i'm not sure if they ever were truly truly dormant though we had right. a very cold january but things were kind of i would say went to bed a little advanced the strawberry plants and then they we had some very mild you weather. mean it went to bed later than it normally would have so it had grown some more <laughs> no well the crop was more advanced in like it yeah because it stayed warmer longer yeah yeah, yeah. that's what i was yeah. trying to say that's what i was trying to say too so and then we had some pretty mild weather starting the first part of March, uh, we had some warm days and so forth, and I would say that kind of quickly the escalated crop things. Was already yeah. wanting to wake up, and yeah, so it did. It did wake up, and so that kind of set things up for some potential problems down the road. Okay, so yeah, I'm 
things the last half of March has trended cooler than again, and really, really windy. Which I think you could even say colder, yeah, not just cooler. Probably so. <laughs> so just this last weekend, which would have been the what, the 26? Something like that. 25, 26, 27. Somewhere in there. Uh, we had another, a very, very serious cold event, and this one was more serious because we were farther along we actually had blooms that we probably close to where some of those southern folks were yeah a couple couple of weeks weeks ago ago. that's true so we had blooms that we were quite interested in saving because in 30 40 days those blossoms would turn into strawberries the deal with blooms is like once once the bloom gets fried by cold, it's not going to produce a strawberry. And the plant only has a certain amount yeah, of blooms to start number. with, right? Yep. Yeah. So you're basically giving up yield. If yeah, you so it's not, it's not like <laughs> they get killed and then, you know, 10 more come back to replace them at the end of the season. The more, more come back, it doesn't end your season. Right. But, yeah, you can never really get those back. Yeah. I, I guess I, I don't quite know exactly how. Probably no one really knows exactly <laughs> Maybe you how some it. research. It might make it less frustrating or more. Yeah, and the, well, the other thing is your larger berries tend to be on the front end. So okay, if you right. get those front blooms zapped, I feel yeah. like you're probably giving proportionally giving sure, up sure. greater yield than you would. Yeah. Though you have less of your, like if you're at full bloom, you'd have a much greater risk um yeah window or whatever so anyway um so it was supposed to be cold uh saturday Saturday night night, sunday night sunday night or was it yeah that's how it was so the other complication was it was supposed to be really really windy it's really been windy the last while the reason that's a concern is when you're dealing with row covers, it can make them hard to hard to handle and so forth. But it also causes quite a bit of mechanical damage to your to your strawberry plants itself, and you can actually get quite a bit of injury just from the row covers. They just kind of flop. So it's like yeah. it's a necessary thing. You gotta pull them because if you do nothing, you're in trouble. But they also cause trouble themselves so, yeah yeah um and i've not talked a lot to other farmers as something i should do I, I don't know does it depend how protected i mean i'm sure it does it depends somehow protected your field is like do we since we're more wide open to the west hmm. do we get more, more wind. than some Could people be. i mean wind also can help you in right. frost protection uh you know keeping things stirred up from keeping frost from settling on your field so i don't know so it was supposed to be high winds on that saturday so we waited till they were dying down uh, to avoid as much mechanical damage to the plants as possible pulled the covers all on and it didn't get that cold that night i think i don't know mid to low 30s which is fine for our covers got through that night fine and then the following evening night was supposed to be, that was supposed to be like mid-20s. And that's really pushing it for mm-hmm. a single layer of covers, and especially, especially our, lighter, our covers. lighter covers. And so 
we and then you know if you're off if the forecast is off by even a couple of degrees on the bad side uh yeah. you know you can yeah so better to be safe than sorry so we we pulled out as many like old covers as possible that we still had on hand and those were an ounce and a quarter mostly we had a few ounces and we pulled them on top of what we could but we didn't have enough to cover the whole field right uh so we did that sunday and and there again it was windy on sunday the covers are out there beating on the plants and we had to wait for the wind to die down some and so so we could even handle them and these covers were ones we'd used quite a bit so they were torn and they were on their last leg so to speak which is one of the reasons they were in the barn but in an emergency situation which this was you know you're mighty happy for any sort of cover uh even if it has some holes or whatever and so we covered as much as we could um that night sunday uh afternoon for sunday night and that night it actually we kind of dodged a bullet did not the wind stayed up a little bit it did not get as cold as forecast i think it might have gotten down to close to 30 instead of 25 which makes a huge difference Mm -hmm. so we felt pretty good about things and then more wind on monday we some of those covers they were kind of weak and so forth and we had a few issues with they can split at the seams and so forth and we had a few of those a few of those things happen but as the winds died down monday night we tried to fix them as best we could and you know pull stuff back whatever and then it turned out that monday night was the um, the bad one yeah. and it got even a little colder than forecast or what some of the earlier forecasts had called for and i low 20s my place i saw like 22 yeah which i'm down and below the strawberries kind of down the hollow so it is typically colder at my house right but and the other issue was it was 22 like at 4 a.m and it stayed that cold till almost eight o'clock 7 30 so often it'll like bottom out about six or something and just be there for a half an hour or an hour even yeah but this one was a longer cold event so we were pretty concerned and sure enough as we started pulling things off monday we pulled a lot of those the top covers off and then we've well yeah i'll get into the rest of my story Man, this is getting long-winded. <laughs> anyway, uh, so... Well, imagine yeah, poked, how it was to live through it. Right. I poked yeah. around under the cover some, and I immediately could see we were gonna, we had quite a bit of damage. Yeah. Uh, anywhere there were single covers, we pretty much lost all the blooms. Hmm. Um, we did save a lot of those early buds, which that's important, but uh, we did have some of our plants especially had a decent number of blooms you know they were just getting going and uh, we lost those Uh, places we had double covered with two with the with the heavy cover and then even an ounce underneath those came through much better Um, so it was definitely worth the extra effort to To double double cover. cover i wish we had more covers but we didn't yeah and well we had a different type of cover which Anyway, I, 
in hindsight, I would have put every every bit of cover on I could have yeah. and doubled it, but and started a fire. Yeah, I wish. Yeah. So, and then some places we had two of those um, thin covers, which have been close to two ounces of fabric. And for some reason, um, we had trouble. Hmm. We lost significantly more blooms under those, you know, at close to two ounces of fabric than at just over, you know, like two and a yeah. quarter or whatever. So it must have been kind of right between yeah, the two it somewhere. Must have been really, really close. And, um, well, shucks. <laughs> yeah. 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 So um, that was this past weekend, and it wasn't a good thing. But so we're at what position are we in now? Okay. Well, um, you know, often you pull the covers off, and okay, maybe it's not quite as bad as it was when you're, you know, kind of peeking in up under the edges and right. stuff. Those tend to be the edges that get zapped harder anyway. So yeah. I don't know. I think it was kind of a, a mixed bag. Yeah. We, it was a, a pretty decent loss on the, the blooms, uh, especially under those light covers, but you know, we're happy for what we, we saved. We're quite early in the blooming period. So we have a yeah. lot, there's a lot of buds, that we merge over the next. Uh, Do you think it was enough to weeks? like push our opening back some or not sure? Yeah. We'll kind of have to see how things shake out on that. Right. Um, probably maybe the volume that we have at the and very. And see how we make it through this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> maybe some of the volume. Yeah. Right. Like we might be you know, open, closed. I'm not quite sure for the first little bit. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, so that our I had originally thought, okay, we could. It's supposed to get cold again this weekend, and I don't. I hate leaving covers on too long. Like you don't want to do it. You need to get them off. You want your plants to completely dry out. You want yeah. bees to get in pollination. All that stuff's important. However, it is very labor intensive. So I was thinking, well, maybe we could just leave them on from say Wednesday through today i mean i mean today tonight is the next cold event we're fr- on it's friday only, right it's record. only a couple of days yeah probably it makes sense just to leave them on but then we started looking at wind forecasts and yesterday we had wind all day long like gusts to right f- over 30 probably there was supposed to be some possible severe weather and um i thought maybe it would rain and keep the covers wet, in which case they don't beat as badly on the plants. But uh, it turned out it didn't really rain that heavy. Just so. a little bit, yeah. And then today, Friday, was supposed to be crazy windy again, which it is. I mean, mm-hmm. gusts to close to 30 again. So we'd had two days of beating winds and then, you know, the cold event. And I just felt very strongly that that would not be good for the strawberries. Right. So we hustled around, pulled everything off. Well, first you pulled the double covers. Yeah, we did off. that on Tuesday. Yeah, most of those off, and then we went on just uncovered the bottom layers. Yeah, on Wednesday pulled them back into their rows. So the other still problem there, but, when you're yeah. covered up, like that's literally all you're doing. You're not, you know, working in the greenhouse doing other yeah. things. You're not. 
uh, well, even working your strawberry field is very limited. You, you can't, can't do anything with get, the covers you on know, them. fungicides to protect the blooms. Right. You can't get through to do that. You know, road middle work, all that stuff just comes to a complete stop. Yeah. And you're just trying to save, you know, basically a strawberry crop. Yeah. Instead of doing all the other jobs around. So, anyway, I think it was good to get the covers off. I know it was healthier for the plants. It just requires some more work because... Well, it means they have to go back they, on now. Yeah, they came off yeah. yes or Wednesday, and they got to go back on today. Yeah. This evening. Af- hopefully after the winds start to die down, which are supposed to start dying down this evening. And actually, you know, a nice breezy west wind we always pull off to the west side so we can deploy pretty quickly uh if we have a west wind because we you can kind of sail the covers as long as it's not 400 miles an hour right yeah Yeah, you really want it to be down in the teens that's a good covering wind right so we're back on with the covers. This this cold doesn't look nearly as serious. Like it's supposed to be around freezing tonight, which is that's plenty cold enough to hurt. Yeah, stuff, underground our, says thirty two. Our covers should be you know offer good protection at those temperatures. Tomorrow night is actually back up around forty, I think. Or underground says forty five tomorrow. Yeah, so tomorrow night isn't an issue, but um, the next night is. Sunday night, 36, 36, 37, which is very, very likely to frost then. So we'll probably, if we, we'll probably just leave them on through that event. Unless the cloud cover looks like it might move in early enough to... to, That's um, the the last cold on my uh, 10-day, but Well, I'm worried about next weekend, too. Yeah. It's already... We're right. kind of flirting right around that four. It weekend seems like the cycle. weekends. Yeah, it is really crazy. Yeah. So we'll have to watch next weekend as well. And then we got rain moving in Tuesday afternoon. So the covers are going to have to come off on Monday morning. And then I've got to get some, some stuff work done, done. Uh, while they're off and before the rain comes. So that's the exciting life of. Sounds like there's plenty to do. Some years you get off easier, you know, you have a few events or whatever, and it seems like it turns to spring. It seems like this year, I had, a month ago, I thought, oh, maybe this is the year it'll be easy. Well, I don't think there's any such thing as easy in strawberry farming, but this has definitely been more of a challenging year, just from a work standpoint. And then, yeah, we actually had some... So I, w- I wouldn't say it's catastrophic loss, but serious loss. Yeah, well, it's significant blossoms. because it's a direct correlation to how much fruit's produced, how much you can sell, right. how much you can make. Yeah, and this so, this year in particular, like all your costs are way up it, from other years. Yeah, and you know something like that, it doesn't change your any of your input costs. No, they all no. are going to stay the same. So. It more affects the bottom line. I think we've so talked forth. about this before, but like, there's not a ton of other things out there where, <laughs> in the fall, you you basically pay for a ton of your stuff in the fall. You do all the labor, go through the winter, and then you maybe have a crop 
in March. I mean, yeah, it is. April, I mean, it's, I mean, it's got to be one of the most weather dependent crops that I can think of. Yeah. Other than, I mean, fruit trees and fruit crops yeah. are highly exactly de- uh you know variable and it's like i'm that sure too. it's not been a good year for them either yeah i would think peaches especially yeah. would be a little concerning i haven't it's a lot of times you've you know these things happen and everyone's so busy dealing with their stuff and then it's over the next few months you kind of hear stories mm-hmm. oh so and so there no plums no peaches whatever mm-hmm. here and there and Yes, I know we're not the only people yeah. dealing with it, but anyway, well, but we have a lot to be thankful for. I think if we can get some milder weather, we can keep the covers off the plants. We can keep them from beating on the plants right. and uh, get some new growth. Everything starts to look a little better out there. I'm not sure that, you know, our plants look as good as they have ever looked but you know they're probably not the worst either so middle of the road (laughs) (laughs) you do the the best you can and everything you get some of these these cold events and the you can actually have freeze marks on your vegetation uh, even through the covers okay because they're very succulent new growth they're growing and yeah Anyway, yeah. you couple that with the battering winds and the pat- the plants just don't look as nice as if they have a week of 75 degrees right. and nice new leaves popping up and, and blooms. nice white blooms. you got a lot of black eyes out there right now. So Yeah. You that's, said black eyes. That's like Black the, eyes, that's the bloom with the center. The burnt, you can, frozen. Yeah, you yeah. can... It's quite obvious. I mean, even a few hours after they get zapped, you can tell a yeah. living bloom from a nice, bright, yellow-centered strawberry blossom. Very so, good. Well, is there anything uh, positive and uplifting you want to leave folks with, or is there anything else you <laughs> want to talk about? Well, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, we got lots to be thankful for. Yeah. We're not uh, trying to farm in the middle of a war zone or something Man, like some no people kidding. in Ukraine. Yeah, I uh, read some stories like of a dairy farm over there who's trying. They're trying to milk and run a dairy, and huh. Russian soldiers hanging around, and they're having to eat some of their cows along just to keep the Man. people and the help fed. So that's a lot kind of more complicated. Help puts things in perspective a little bit. I wonder so. how the milk truck driver does. Yeah, I'm not sure. they had done some deliveries to the. This was a pretty interesting story to a small village close by, and they were making a lot of butter and cheese. Huh. Sound like a little different dairy operation. It's more of a typical direct, around. Yeah. yeah, they did a lot of. Hmm. Interesting. Of course, probably just for their own survival yeah. and the workers and so forth. They were doing the processing. Well. I so guess. other than that, we're yeah. you know, moving towards uh, our normal springtime stuff. Um, I'm thinking we'll have berries in the latter part of April sometime. I'm not sure on the pickering patch when we'll open that. I could see it being somewhere towards the end of the last week of April. Maybe slipping into May a little bit if it stays really cool, but... I could also say it's it just being like in I the keep telling people who ask. Twenty-five to the thirty of thirtieth of April, maybe. All depends on the weather. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah it does control a lot of what we do very good well i think that's probably about enough for this episode certainly enough sorry <laughs> to hog the conversation no, it's fine that's kind of what this that's what this podcast kind of, is for we kind of talk through what's going on and i don't know if anybody listens to it much but it'd be something i'd listen to in some ways just because it's interesting to keep up with how other folks are doing with it anyway thank you for listening uh as always you can find more about yoder's farm and um season dates and whatever will all be over on the website yodersfarm.com so thanks for listening and we'll get the slushy recipe figured out for the spring right that's on my agenda we'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks or something see ya